Salutations, friends. And welcome to another episode of Nerddom. 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 And knowledge. 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 First pick for podcast. Last pick in Dodgeball. I'm James. I'm Jerry. And today we're going to be talking about wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff and things. Yep. We're going to be talking about time travel in science fiction and fantasy. And we're going to go over a couple of different theories. There's pretty much three predominating theories. We're going to go over them all, and we're going to discuss which ones we prescribe to and which ones we wouldn't. Yep, there are basically, like, I don't know, three what they call, like, categories of time travel is what it boils right. down to. Uh, but before... Oh, thank you. Thank My you. lovely daughter just brought us some pop, uh, Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts? What the fuck? Pizza rolls. <laughs> Did I say Pop-Tarts? You said Pop-Tarts, Jerry. They're tiny pizza-filled Pop-Tarts, folks. We're going to call them pizza rolls. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Jerry? I think that idea will fly. I think it will. I think it'll hit on. I think it'll come on very well. It'll it'll catch on quick. Yeah, this show's brought to you by Totino's Pizza Rolls. Now, I wish. (laughs) Oh, no. They are a tasty snack. but They are. Yeah. Anywho, where were we? Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, the the show. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but anyways, we're talking about time travel today, folks. But first, we have to get some business out of the way, don't we? Indeed, we do. We need to say a special thank you to our show's sponsor, Southern Defense Martial Arts. Uh, they teach Shoren Rai Karate for basic uh, self-defense and discipline. If you're looking to get in shape for the new year or you just want to master the martial arts, you can give them a try. You can find them on Facebook at Southern Defense Martial Arts. Or you can find them online at southerndefensemartialarts.com or southernsportkarate.com. They offer online DVDs. Well, you can purchase them online, and soon we'll be offering instructional classes. Absolutely. So if, there you go. You want to learn self-defense? You want to get in shape? Learn some Shorinru karate? Go to uh, Southern Defense Martial Arts. So, but... We would be somewhat remiss if we didn't mention our friends of the podcast, Jerry. So I'm going to get us started by saying a very, very special thank you to Joy-Con Gamers. You can find them on Facebook, Twitch, and Instagram at Joy-Con Gamers. You can find them on the web at JoyConGamers.com. You can find them on Facebook at Joy-Con Gamers. And remember, when you look at Joy-Con Gamers, you are getting news for gamers by gamers. And who do you want to get your gamer news from? Pizza, pizza flavor, rolls? Pizza flavored Pop-Tarts? I want a pizza flavored Pop-Tart now. That would be a bigger pizza roll. It would I be. am on board for all of that. <laughs> but a pizza flavored Pop-Tart may bring you some uh, satisfaction when you eat it, when you ingest it, but it won't give you gamer news. No, it's not. It's definitely going to give you heartburn and potentially diarrhea. But It may be on the wrapper. Maybe the wrapper has some gamer news. Maybe. maybe like, caution, contents will be hot or, maybe or frozen. Che- or a cheat code on the inside of the wrapper. Yes, or will cause diarrhea. Please make sure your controller is nowhere near your asshole. <laughs> And, folks, uh, by the time you hear this, it will be too late to get that last-minute Christmas present. Let's just be honest here. Yeah, it, it will be. But there is always a need for a gift for someone. And, my friends, that is why you need to go to Kayla's Boutique. That is K-A-Y-L-I-C-E-B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E. I yep, did it. That's it. God damn it, I did it. <laughs> that was the wrong button. Let's try that again. God damn it, I did it. There we go. Yes. Give me the applause. And ladies and gentlemen, the new spelling bee champion. Oh, no, 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 no. I just borrowed the crown. I'm going to give it back, I promise. <coughs> so uh, if you go check out her Facebook page, you will find clothing and accessories for babies and toddlers. Um, like we said, there's always a need for a gift for someone, um, especially the little ones in your life. Uh, or maybe you know somebody who's less fortunate and needs some help. You know, it's a great way to get them some get, some something at a decent price. So go check them out over at Kayla's Boutique, where the selection is unique. That rhymes. Yeah, we did it backwards today. It kind of threw you for a minute there, didn't it? 
Actually, I was just giving Jerry a chance to eat his uh, pizza-flavored Pop-Tart. Yeah, they were fantastic, by the way. Yeah. But uh, that brings us to another friend of the show, James. It does. Uh, it's a gentleman who is a bit of a social media mogul. He is indeed. You can find him on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Final Harps. Yep. You can find him on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash Final Harps. Mm-hmm. You can find him on TikTok at Final Harps. Indeed you can. And he has an amazing interview show, which is called... The Final Hour! Yeah, that's good stuff. That is really good stuff. But yeah, make sure you go check him out if you're interested in starting your own podcast, starting your own stream, uh, trying to make a foothold in the social media world. Final Harps is your guy. He'll tell you what to do and how to do it. Absolutely. And he has a very entertaining interview show, which is called The Final Hour. Indeed. You can find it on Twitch.tv and it's on his YouTube channel. Yes, you can. Uh, I was scheduled to be interviewed by him uh, before the first of the year, uh, but... Some scheduling things came up, so we postponed that until after the first of the year, so I'll be letting you guys know when that happens. And my buddy James here has two interview shows you can check out on there. Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, final harps. That will, can we say anything more? We could, but we have an episode we got to do. Right. So, uh, speaking of making a foothold in social media, you can find us on Facebook at Nerdum Knowledge Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Nerdum K. You can go check us out on Instagram where we have posts and memes and things. Oh, my. You can go check out our uh, Teespring store, teespring.com slash store slash Nerdum Knowledge. Pick up a last-minute Christmas gift for yourself. Treat yourself. Do you like queef jokes, folks? I like queef jokes. Do you want to let someone know that you want to spread butter on them and watch it dry? Yeah. Well, we got you covered. Like a Jimmy hat. Promise you. Um, and then uh, you can also go uh, check us out on Patreon. Uh, if you're interested in putting a tip in the tip jar, helping us out financially, we're in no means asking you to do this. But if you want to, feel free. We would appreciate it. Uh, you can check us out on Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com slash knowledge. Um, or you can download the app from the Google Play Store or from the Apple Play Store and uh, go through that way. Yep. But having said all of that, now it's time for our first commercial break. So we're going to step away from the microphones real fast and we'll be right back with some fun stuff. Yeah! Hey, folks, it's James and Jerry from the Nerd and Knowledge Podcast. And we're here to talk to you about IT Services and Networking LLC. If you need a fresh install or just some upgrades to your existing network, owner-operator Will Clark has got you covered. That's right. You can find them on the web at www.itservicesandnetworking.com or you can reach them by phone at area code 910-461-7145. You won't find a better company to handle your IT needs. No, you won't. Yeah, Ah! And we're back. (laughs) What the hell is going on with the board? I hit the wrong button again. There we go. Now it's time for everybody's second favorite part of the show. The Nerd Nest. So um, let's just cut to the chase. We bought you a time machine. No, we're kidding. Of course we didn't buy you a time machine. <laughs> we bought, No, we got you a hot tub. Yeah, a hot now, tub. if you want to turn it into a time No, we didn't get you a if hot you tub. If you want to spill sorry. some energy drink into it and have sex with uh, somebody in it, maybe that'll time travel? I don't I, know. I, no. If you get blackout drunk, you time travel, sort of, kind of, maybe a little bit. No, obviously there's not anything we could get you that is specifically related to time travel. I mean, we could have bought you like Back to the Future, but at this point in time, everybody's seen Back to the Future a billion times. So, 
But uh, what we're going to do, folks, is we're going to do a $25 Amazon gift card. Yeah. So you can. Your oyster for $25 or less. Yeah. So anything you got that you've been like, you know, needing to buy and you've been like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. Well, now you can. You have a $25 Amazon gift card. The world is your oyster for a very reasonable price. Absolutely. So now, where there is a nerd nest item, there is what, Jerry? There's a nerd nest keyword, my friend, and you will get that at the end of the episode. At the end of the episode. So you got to listen. We're going to give you a hint. And we we have had at least a handful of our listeners who have brought up that we tend to be a bit... um, Mysterious, Mischievous. a bit sphinx-like yeah. when it comes to our you know, keywords. So. I mean, there's a reason for that, but we hear you. Okay, we hear you. So, so we're, we're going to be more forthcoming, straightforward with them from now on. So uh, They won't be as hard to find as they have been in the past, but you're still going to have to listen to the whole episode to get the keyword. Indeed you will. So having said that... Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Fun facts, fun facts, super duper fun facts, because these facts are fun. Yay! So uh, we have fun facts about time for you today, folks. Some stuff you might not have known. So the closer you are to the center of the Earth, the faster time moves, because that's how gravity and time work. Therefore, time passes faster for your feet than it does for your head. So, if I lay down flat on the ground, will my workday end faster? Unfortunately, no. Um, it's like micro, it. it's it's microseconds different. It's it's not palpable different. But if you dug a hole all the way to the center of the Earth, uh, you'd be dead. So you wouldn't have to worry about working. <laughs> It'd be. It, it, I guess it's a trade off. But but would it grow back? No, unfortunately not. Damn it! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, a day is often referred to a day is often referred to as inaccurately being 24 hours. It is not. Fun fact. See what I did there? Yeah, he uh, put a fun fact in a fun fact. So it's funception. It is funception, but yes. a day is actually 23 hours, 56 minutes and 4.2 seconds long. We say it's 24 hours because every day the earth moves further in its orbit around the sun. Yeah, so it gains a second, loses a second, gains 20 seconds, loses 15 seconds. So you just round it out to 24 because uh, it's just easier to do that way. Plus, if they hadn't have done that, if you'd have called your show 23 hours, 56 minutes, and 4.2 seconds, I don't think Keeper Sutherland would have had a second chance at his career. I'm just being Probably honest. Probably not. Yeah. So uh, this one was uh, – this is kind of neat to me uh, when you think about time like this. When dinosaurs roamed the planet, okay, we're talking 350 million to 65 million years ago, some of the ballpark, yep. uh, there were 370 days in a year, not 365, uh, 370. Our moon is slowing us down by 1.7 milliseconds per century. The gravity from the moon is slowing the spin of the Earth. So it's making our days, it's making our year shorter. Okay, now before people start freaking out going, oh my God, oh my God, it, by 1.7 milliseconds. Yes, that means uh, in 65 million years, it slowed us down five days. I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be fine. I think we're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Just, uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Pretty soon the year will be uh, 57 days long, which is fantastic. It'll all be during the summer. We can all get fantastic tans like I have. It's going to be great, folks. <laughs> now, if you're if you're the type of person, uh, if you're the type of person who likes to just relish in your moments, who wants to enjoy and savor every second, 
every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month, of every year of your life. If you're that type of person, move to Mercury once it's inhabitable. Eventually. Uh, Maybe someday. Because know. a day is two years long, two Earth years long. Yeah. Yeah. Two years long. Yeah. Make the most of that day, folks. <laughs> yeah. Because before you burst into flame, it's going to take a long time. Like I said, time. once Mercury is inhabitable. Yeah. Okay, so uh, did you ever wonder why we have time zones and the standard of clock measure? Like everything is minus five hours Greenwich Mean Time or plus four hours Greenwich. Why was that done? It was done for trains. Uh, because back in the day, local towns used to set their own clocks based off of the sun, whatever time it was noon where they were, and everybody kept missing their trains. So it's like, oh, a train's coming at 12? Oh, well, that was four minutes ago. Well, my clock says noon. Well, well mine says 12 five minutes ago, so that's when the train was here. Yeah. That would have sucked. It really would have. Like, every town you went to, the time was different. I'd have just been like, you know what? Fuck this. You know, I I'm get, just going to buy a bike at this point. <laughs> I, I get time zones from the standpoint of, you know, when the sun is up in Australia, it's down over here. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I do. I do. But my thing is, <clears throat> is, you know, you want to call a buddy of yours up who lives in another country. Mm-hmm. In Europe, you know, you might get off work at five in the afternoon and be like, you know what, I'm going to call them up. You know, it's like midnight, one o'clock in the morning where they're at, and you just yep. woke their ass up. You weren't being rude. Yeah. You just. I mean, we have a good friend of ours we talk to on the regular who is five hours ahead of us. Right now yep. it is uh, 730 here, so it's a little after midnight where he is. Yep. And we have to take that into consideration every time we want to speak to him. Uh, which, by the way, hey, Phil. How you doing, hey, buddy? Hey, Phil. So, you know, it's uh, it's funny when you think about, like, uh, especially when it comes to seasons. Like, it's winter here, so in the southern hemisphere, it's summer right now. Yep. You're like, huh, neat. And when it's summer up here, it will be... Winter down there. There you go. Winter is coming. Prepare yourselves. <laughs> so th- th- this last one is a little depressing, but when you think about it, it's actually pretty cool, too. Because light takes time to travel... Everything you've ever seen is in the past. There's no such thing as now. Correct. This is now, now. Everything that's happening now is happening now. Well, when will it be then? Soon. Okay, cool. (laughs) No, so um, light takes time to travel from the object. Like, if you have no understanding of how eyesight works or how sight works, basically, light hits an object, bounces into your eye. And then bounces back to the object, and you see it. That's how it works. Yeah. Well, that that light moving takes time. So when you see the sun in the sky, that's where it was eight minutes ago, because that's how long it takes light from the sun to reach the earth. So you're always looking at the past. You've never seen a present moment, uh, which is kind of cool. But then it's also kind of like, well, like how do I live in the now if there's no such thing as a now? And then you get all depressed and you start playing Depeche Mode and drinking a lot. But um, when you think about it, it's kind of neat because that means that. You're perpetually living in a future that you'll never get to be a part of, which I think is kind of cool. Sorry, everybody. That was me. That's ah, fine. We get alerts. It's it's just the, the, the groupies calling in. Can we come in now? And you're, No, you cannot come in now. We're in the middle of recording. No, no. Can't touch me there. This is my no, no, no square. square. All right. Well, yeah, so those were fun facts, right, folks? I think they were pretty fun facts. What do you think, James? I think they were. I think they were fantastic fun facts. So, <clears throat> 
That was our alarm telling us it is time to go to our next commercial break. <laughs> Indeed it is. So here we go. Ah! Hey, guys, it's Jerry with my good buddy James here to talk to you about our friends at CBD Essentials. Indeed, Jerry. Our friends at CBD Essentials have graciously agreed to offer our listeners a special discount. Use the promo code NAK15 at checkout to receive 15% off of your total purchase price. And CBD Essentials offers a wide variety of products like gummies, creams, tinctures, oils, even pet treats for your furry friends with joint pain or anxiety issues. Best of all, they offer free shipping on orders over $100 and will ship directly to your door. So give them a try. You won't be disappointed. Find them on the web at CBDEssentialsUSA.com. And don't forget to use promo code NAK15 at checkout for that 15% savings. And we're back. (laughs) And now, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck my life. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the main event. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Nerdman and Knowledge proudly presents to you, I'll have the shrimp temporal, please. Ah, I uh, see what you did there. there. Even Jordan LaForge can see what I did there. <clears throat> all right, so we're here talking about time travel, and obviously the first time question everybody always asks anytime you sit down with a group of nerds or your friends and you start talking it up. Uh, somebody always says, is time travel possible? Well, I mean, the short answer is yes. Yes, it's possible to travel through time. Um, it's something that you can actually, you know, do in your own lifetime if you wanted to. Uh, it, it's weird uh, because we're not specifically talking about time travel in the sense. We're talking about time dilation, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but it, it's a bit of a Fermi paradox uh, at this point. Uh, with obvious allowances. Now, if you're sitting there scratching your head going, what the fuck is the Fermi Paradox? Uh, the Fermi Paradox is this. You have people talk about uh, extraterrestrial life all the time. Right. And to say, well, there's billions upon billions of stars, which means there's billions upon billions of planets, and then that means there's billions of inhabitable planets, and then there's billions of those planets that will be able to support life, and then there's millions of those planets that will be able to support intelligent life. So if intelligent life exists, how have we not met aliens yet that's the fermi paradox so what it basically boils down to is okay if time travel is possible how come none of us have met a time traveler is what it boils down to uh but if you think about it like in the in the future if time travel is possible we may not be able to go back and like say things about time travel we may not be able to discuss it we may not be able to actually interact with the physical world we may just only be able to observe it you know, it could be something like that. We don't know. Uh, but science and physics and everything says time travel is possible. So we're going to run with that as we talk about time travel specifics when we get down into um, the the nitty-gritty of it, as it were. Absolutely. So before we get started, we are going to use some examples in this episode uh, of uh, movies that speak about time travel. When we speak about the three different types, basic main types of time travel. Yes. Or time theory, we should call it. Time theory is more accurate. Time theory, yes. Uh, but the ones we're not going to talk about mm-hmm. are uh, examples like uh, Rip Van Winkle, Jumanji, Interstellar, uh, Star Trek IV, uh, Austin Powers, Demolition Man. Right. Now, so like in Demolition Man, uh, Sylvester Stallone's character gets frozen, and he travels 20 years in the future. Now, did he time travel? 
Technically, yeah, he did, but it's not like actual time travel, so we're not going to count that. Uh, similar principle with Rip Van Winkle, the story of Rip Van Winkle, the man who slept for our a hundred years, I think it was twenty two hundred. It, it, he slept a long time, basically. a really long time. Jumanji, same principle. He got trapped in a video game. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Interstellar, they went, they flew really, really close to a black hole, and because of that, time moves faster. The heavier gravity is, so like one day for them was like seven days on Earth, and so. Like, they were down there for seven hours. It was like 51 years or something like back on Earth or whatever the case may be. It was a long time. Yeah. So that's technically, that's time dilation. That's not time travel, so we're not going to count those. But we wanted to mention them because we know there's going to be somebody at home going, uh, well, actually, in the uh, movie Demolition Man, he did travel through time, so you could have counted that, but uh, we're, 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 we're upset that you didn't. So. Also, shut up, Harold. Uh, shut up, Harold. That's going to be that's going to be something y'all. That's going to be coming. Yeah, we'll tell you guys about that later. <laughs> uh, Star Trek Four. Uh, let me just uh, give a nice little um, nice little disclaimer here. Um, you cannot slingshot around the sun and time travel. No, you cannot. If you fly that close to the sun, you will die. Now, here's the thing, though, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, back in the there actually was an episode of the original series where they did this in order to travel through time. Now, this was back when the whole, um, what we consider to be like the modern theory of physics was still starting to be born. So they figured out, like the writers did, that if you traveled faster, that time would move differently for you. So they figured that out. Mm-hmm. They didn't realize that if you accelerated through through time like that, like time would move slower for you, it would move faster for everyone else. You would actually travel backwards in time. You would be progressing forward through time. Everybody else would kind of be... Uh, like we said with Interstellar, like you, you're a year on the ship, but it's seven years on Earth. And Star Star Trek actually got around that uh, by doing the whole warp field theory. Like you're not actually traveling faster than light. You're warping space. So time stays the same. You're just changing the distances between two bodies when you're doing your travel. Uh, one of the more fun ways that the uh, warp field theory has been explained is take a balloon, a small balloon you can hold in your hand, fill it with air. Mm-hmm. That is uh, a that is an area of space. Yep. Now warping. Uh, now a warp field is fe- effectively taking the balloon in one hand, squeezing so that all the air moves to one side. Yep. Now warp field theory is is you're on one side of the balloon. Now if I if you're on the far side of the balloon and we warp space, basically it means it makes the other side of the balloon closer to you, the other side of space closer to you. Basically. Because you're warping space. <clears throat> yeah, there's actually a, a fantastic visual for this. I think it was either the first of the Abrams Star Trek films or the second one, where they showed a shot of the ship from the side as it was going to warp. And so you saw like the curvature of space like warping around the ship. It's a fantastic visual. I can't remember which movie it is, but go find that and watch it. And it's a fantastic uh, like visual of what James just explained to you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so now... Time for time travel. Time theory. Time theory. Time travel. So the first one we're going to discuss is the fixed timeline theory. Uh, now, the fixed timeline is that going back in time doesn't change the future because all the events that have unfolded in your past have already occurred because you already went back in time. Now, I know that makes your head hurt. So we'll, we'll, the easiest way I can explain it to you is, okay, you go back in time and we'll just use the example everybody always uses. You go back in time and you murder Hitler when he was a baby, okay? Well, you murdered baby Hitler. Well, now 
um, you went back and murdered baby Hitler. Well, his parents adopted a child to replace the child that and they, they lost. they named him Hitler. They named him Adolf Hitler. And so the guy that you know to be Adolf Hitler came into power because you murdered their actual child. This kid they adopted is the same Adolf Hitler that has always been throughout history. Right. So you didn't change anything because in in your past, you had already done the events that led up to the event that you're doing today. Effectively, folks, it's 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 what they call a causality loop. Yes, a temporal causality. You cause the event that you're going back to change because you went back and did it already. Right. Basically. A fantastic example of this is a Terminator. Uh, John Reese goes back in time to save Sarah Connor from the Terminator because he was sent there by John Connor. By John Connor. But Kyle Reese is John Connor's father. It was him going back in time and meeting Sarah that allowed John to be born so John would be there to send Kyle Reese back in time to complete the causality loop. But, of course, John Connor does not know this. Right. John's not aware. And neither is Kyle at first. Um, You don't find this out until, um, like, what was it, like three-quarters of the way through the movie when he finally pieced it together? Yeah. Something like that. It's been a long time since I saw the original Terminator. Yeah. And the remake was not good. Uh, The movie 12 Monkeys um, with uh, Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's going back to to try and stop an event from happening, but it is the very act of him going back that causes the event to happen. Yep. And then a uh, very obscure but very fantastic movie called Timeline. You may not have seen it. If you have not, go check it out and watch it. Um, A group of archaeologists stumble across a, a grave of somebody they're trying to dig up and they, they notice some very weird irregularities about it. And so they end up traveling back in time and they end up becoming the people they found in the grave. So they found it and then they found out they could go back in time and they end up becoming the thing they found, completing the loop. Right. So in this particular type of time travel, it doesn't matter what you do or how you do it, nothing is going to change. And most scientists agree that if time travel were to be available something we could do this would most likely be the scenario yes um now if you if you like started getting into into string theory which we'll do in a little bit uh, towards the end but uh this is the one that says the most plausible like if you were able to travel through time you would not be able to affect it you wouldn't change it because uh if you change the past the future from which you came uh would not exist anymore and because of that there will be no way for you to come back and change the past and that's paradox. We'll get to paradox in the next one. So that's that's fixed timeline. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Absolutely. <clears throat> next, we're going to touch on dynamic timeline. Now, dynamic is the one that most people like. Yes, most people love the idea of a dynamic timeline. Dynamic timeline timeline basically means you can go back in time, and the changes you make in the past will affect the present of the traveler. Correct. Uh, could potentially have drastic long-lasting effects, uh, i.e. the Star Trek series, Back to the Future, Time Cop, Free Jack, Looper, the MCU, kind of, sort of, but we're going to get to the MCU yeah. at the end because that's that's a whole other shooting match altogether. It, it actually borrows some from a bunch of different ones. So it, it, it deserves its own, own topic. But basically, to, to give you an example for this one, okay, you go back in time, you murder Hitler. Hitler's dead now, okay? So when you go back to your present, the Nazi regime never existed. There never was a World War II. There never was a baby boom. You know, all those events that happened because World War II happened have been drastically altered. 
and like you're aware of every one of them. So now the method is foiled by paradox, but is never explained enough to make it matter. Now the reason they say it's foiled by paradox because again, like in the example Jerry just said, you kill Hitler. You don't have World War II. Or maybe you have a modified version of it where it's just Japan and Italy, and it's over in a minute. Right. But because you don't have the major impact of World War II, you don't have the amount of involvement from every country as you would have had. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not to mention the fact that because you murdered Hitler, Hitler never came to power, so you never would have went back to murder him in the first place. So now it's kind of weird. But you would get back. First of all, the baby boom never happens. Yep. Then you never get, you know, the population boom in in this country. Uh, actually, throughout the world, really. Yeah. But mainly in the U.S., that's where a lot of it happens. Then you get the um, population boom, which actually leads to more people being born, which also leads to more people who are in school studying. This is where, starting with the 50s, and the 60s, you start rapidly getting a lot of technological breakthroughs. Yeah, that's starting right. we got the, the computer, you know, revolutionary uh, industrial growth. Uh, um, we finally t- get into space. The magnificent strides we made for the automobile. Like, there's all kinds of stuff that would be affected by this lack of people to do. And it's like the, the future, the present that you come back to would be so drastically changed from the one that you left. It'd be like two different places. You might get back and just instantly dissolve because your great great grandparents were never born because of the baby boom. Yeah, so this like is like own. this is the perfectly exemplified by Back to the Future. Right. Uh, you know, when Marty goes back to the past, he's got that photo of him and his siblings, and they're slowly dissolving and disappearing from the photo because he's changing the events that lead to them being born. Right. Uh, or in the second movie. Uh, where they go to the future and they bring back the almanac and then Biff gets it and goes back to the past and does all the betting and changes the present that they go back to. Uh, that's dynamic timeline time travel. Right. And But now it is foiled by paradox because if you go back and you change something, the future from which you left doesn't exist anymore, so you never would have been there to leave to go back and change it. Uh, but like I said, they don't talk about that. Uh, like even um, Doc Brown. Uh, like all he ever says is it could have drastic, you know, ramifications on your future. He doesn't talk about paradox at all. It doesn't even come up with him, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting because he's supposed to be a scientist. But maybe that's what he meant by drastic ramifications. I think so. Um, but yeah, that's the one we. Got. So then uh, we go into probably what I think is probably everybody's favorite one um, after dynamic theory. Uh, which is multiverse theory. And so the multiverse theory of time travel is you can travel throughout time. You can do whatever the fuck you want without consequence because each time you change something, you just make a new reality, a new timeline. Uh, And some examples of this are uh, the movie Butterfly Effect with Ashton Kutcher. Um, the Abrams Star Trek, which when, you know, Spock came through to the universe earlier than supposed to be, he just created a new universe, the Kelvin universe. Uh, and then again, MCU, and of course, sort of. Um, Flashpoint. Flashpoint, yes. Uh, so anytime you're dealing with something like that, what happens is you created a new timeline. The old timeline that you left from uh, still exists. You just can't go back there, uh, which in the case of uh, Flashpoint, uh, the television version of Flashpoint, uh, it came back and like united the whole Arrowverse uh, in the Flashpoint of... Um, 
what's what I'm looking for? I can't think of right now. The Flashpoint of the comic books. He created the new 52. Right. Uh, so it's, it's a different universe than the one you left. Uh, you left that one you were in, you can't go back to it. Uh, like in Butterfly Effect, every time he would, you know, read his diary, go back and make a change, he would come back to a new reality. He couldn't go back to the old one. He could never get back to the original one that he left. It's still there. Yeah, but he cannot perceive it because he can't access it anymore. Right. And then when we're talking about, we'll just get into the MCU in a little bit. Um, but this is the mo- the method that is most often used by television so- shows, comic books, and that kind of thing, so they can avoid having to retcon things. Uh, because if you uh, if you know anything about being a nerd, and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know a lot about being a nerd. There's nothing we like better to do than to go find people that fucked up when they were doing something and point out to them how bad they fucked up. It's Very kind of much. a thing for us. We enjoy doing it. Which is why the concept of retconning exists in the first place. Yeah. So you used to be back in the day, you'd read a comic book and you'd see something strange. And you'd go, that doesn't make sense. And then they'd go, oh, well, that's because this happened. Now this is canon. And that's what they would do. Um, so the multiverse theory lets people kind of go, okay, well, you know what? Fuck it. This is just a whole new universe. So we ain't got to worry about retconning shit. This is what it is now. And you're like, oh. Okay, I guess. Whatever. Uh, like, I know that there were a lot of diehard Star Trek fans that were super upset about the whole Kelvin universe, J.J. Abrams reboot. I liked Trek. it. I fucking loved it. Like, I it loved it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I mean, I, th- I think they handled the whole thing fantastically, the whole bringing in, creating a new universe. It was a great way to pay homage to the original show, but allow J.J. Abrams to do whatever the hell he wanted to do with his new show, which I thought was dope. But I thought there were enough acknowledgments of the previous universe, especially in the third one. When um, Kirk gets the picture from Spock, or mm-hmm. no, New Universe Spock gets the picture from Old Universe Spock. Yes. And it's the picture of the original crew. Yes. I, I thought that was pretty that. cool. I thought that was nice. So, um, plus, I mean, they dealt with the death of Leonard Nimoy in such a spectacular way. Yeah. Uh, it was so good. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, multiverse theory. So, in, in a multiverse theory is, okay, you go back in time, you kill Hitler. Uh, that creates a new timeline where Hitler doesn't exist. That's the timeline you live in now. The timeline you left where Hitler was still alive is still there. You're just in a different timeline now where Hitler never existed. Because of, because you acted, you have to exist in the new universe. Correct. Your old universe is not destroyed. It's not missing. It's not gone. It's still there. You just disappear from that you universe can't go back at to that it. point. Yeah. So you cease to exist in that universe, but Hitler was still around. It's kind of weird, but okay. So, yeah, that's the nutshell. That's the three theories of time travel. But now uh, we're going to get into the the, the, the clusterfuck of the MCU time travel, specifically referring to the time travel that is spoken about in the films Infinity War and Endgame. Okay. okay. That's what we're talking about. So, so let's, let's, let's give you a brief synopsis at this point. Okay, so basically, um, Ant-Man, at the end of Ant-Man and Wasp, is stuck in the quantum realm. Yes. Now, when Thanos snaps his fingers, maybe he was excluded from the snap. Maybe because he was in the quantum realm, he was protected from it. Either way, he's No real way to know. No real way to know. But he comes out of the quantum realm. Now, instead of five years, only five hours has passed from him. So they get the idea. He's dealing with time dilation. Time works differently down there. Right. So here's here's what we're talking about. He comes up with the idea of what if we could enter the quantum realm at one point in time and exit it at a different point in time. So, basically, we're talking about time travel. Yes. So, they start putting their theory together. And, of course, the great Don Cheadle says, well, why don't we just go back and 
does the hand motion like choking, like he's going to go back and kill baby Thanos, which everybody thinks about going back and murdering baby Hitler. And which Hulk explains, basically, it's a con- Hulk's explanation is a combination of two yes. different theories. His explanation is, when you go back in time... Your, your present pre- your becomes past, your past. Your past becomes your present, which can now no longer be changed when you go back in time. Because your pre- your past then becomes your future. It's it's a, a, a convoluted conversation. Basically, what he's boiling down in a nutshell is you can't go back and alter events from a previous time because time is going to fold out the way it was always supposed to be. And if you do that, then basically you're going to split the universe in half and bad shit is going to happen. So it's a very fixed timeline way of looking at the time time travel. But then they actually do go back and alter events. And because when they end up going to get the Tesseract from New York, Loki ends up stealing it. That creates a divergent timeline because he becomes a variant. That's where the Loki television show comes from. Right. Um, then when they meet up with the um, – back in 1970, they go steal it from there. Well, if they took it from 1970, you know, I know they come back and put it right back, but it wasn't there. So they're, they're clearly altering the timeline, even though Hulk said you can't do it, but they're doing it. And in that notwithstanding, when Hulk goes and speaks to the Ancient One, what is the very first thing she tells him? Uh, when she draws a line and she puts the stones around oh, it, yeah. when she plucks the stone the, out, what the happens? The flow of time is protected by the stones. Yep. If you take one away... You create she, a new timeline, right? which is a multiverse theory way of looking at it. Right. <clears throat> and so Hulk's like, well, we'll just come back and put it right back where it was, and that timeline never existed. Now, and it's like... Uh, you know, yeah, that's how that idea works. But then you've literally just not only contradicted yourself, you've done all three theories of time travel in the exact and to, same way. And to uh, solidify the dynamic timeline, to solidify that, the present is changed because of the actions of the past because the Thanos from the past where they go back and get the Power Stone manages to come into the present mm-hmm. via the same time conduit. Now, granted, it's a bit of a cheat, but still it goes to dynamic theory. Because now the past has been changed in his timeline, because Thanos will obviously get dusted and will not return back to that timeline. So in that timeline, guess what? The snap never happens. But it still happened to us. Well, so, not yeah. us. Not us. Not us particularly. I, I live the, the in reality, big... folks. I live in reality. I yeah, know that. Population us. I, I know that. You know, Robert Downey Jr.'s fine. He's living his life. He's living the good life. He's great. Yeah, he is. I know Chris Evans is still a young, handsome man. Goddamn right he is. Captain America. That's That's America's America's ass. That's right. No, yeah, like it's uh, it's like they 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 took care of all of the time travel ideas uh, in one fantastic little nutshell there. So it was good. Worked out great. Yeah. But uh, now, what what time theories would me and Jerry prescribe to? I I am wholeheartedly in the multiverse theory. Um, I subscribe to the whole string theory thing. Um, that's like I'm really big into physics and science, so reading all about quantum mechanics and that kind of thing, that is the, the method I would believe would happen. If you, if you change time somehow, you would have to exist in a new timeline you created. You wouldn't be able to go back to the old one you, you basically destroyed. It didn't destroy it. It's still there, but you can't go back to it because you've changed it, altered it irrevocably. Basically, in that timeline, on that day where you went back and tried to change time, you basically disappeared that day off the face of the earth, and you were exactly. never seen or heard from again. Yeah, that's what I believe. Uh, I tend to believe, 
Oh, I tend to follow the multiverse theory, but I have a theory within a theory. I think if it is possible to achieve time travel to create multiple dimensions or experience multiple dimensions, because the theory of multiverse theory is there is a universe for every possible outcome. Yes, this is correct. So what you would be doing is if you went back in time to change an event, you, it would be like somebody would watch you do it and they would go, okay, 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 you killed Hitler, you killed Hitler, you killed Hitler. Uh, did Hitler have eggs that day? Okay, yep. That's the timeline you're going to. Yep. Like they're pulling it out of a file. Mm-hmm. Some greater power. We'll call him Harold. Harold, yes. Harold, the keeper of all timelines. Oh, uh, 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 okay. Did, did Hitler sneeze while he was having his eggs? Okay, he did. Okay. I'm sorry. That's not your timeline. This one's your timeline. There we go. Shut up, Harold. Uh, I'm, you told you said shut up, Harold. Uh, did you uh, ma- mean to put inflection with that or not? Because I need to figure out what timeline we're on. I did. You did put inflection with it. Okay, this is your timeline. You're going to get ass fucked here in a minute. That's fine. Go fuck yourself, Harold. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. You said go fuck yourself. No, you're not going to get fucked in the ass. Okay. Uh, there you go. <laughs> you're going to continue recording now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. I just went off on a major fucking tangent. Yeah, but, you know, so it's, um, of course, now there are going to be those people out there in the world that say, you know, time travel is not possible and that kind of thing. Okay, fine. If Even if you don't subscribe to the idea that time travel is possible, it's still pretty cool. It is. But uh, the point I was trying to finish up was that I believe if if, multiverse, if multiverse theory, if what me and Jerry believe is true, then I believe that not only would, if time travel were possible, would it be multiversal, but I believe there actually could be the potential for being able to view multiple universes. That'd be pretty neat. That would be. Maybe like a, a thing you can do like in the future, like instead of going to watch a movie, you'd be like kind of going to a zoo, but a nature zoo where you could view different timelines. Like... This is a timeline where World War Three happened. Look at all the apocalyptic dis- destruction of the Earth. You're like, oh, look, oh. there's a twenty foot panda fucking Jerry in the ass. Isn't that lovely? Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, that must have been the Universe Herald in him too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, folks, uh, they're all interesting theories. Yeah, they are. And of course, emphasis on theories. Yes. They're all theories. None of them can be proven yet. Maybe someday. Who knows? But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But that is going to do it for us, folks. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. And Uh, tune in next week. We've got something special coming for you. We do have something special coming for you. you. But, uh, folks, i got to tell you, this was a fun episode. It was a fun episode. I like talking about time travel. It's fun. Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. And no, we didn't mention Doctor Who. No, because Doctor Who also branches across multiple different things about how to do time travel, like like the Weeping Angels sending people back in the past so they can die by aging, so they can feed off of their entropy energy. Like it's just, whoo! I make your head hurt. It's, so. it's like it's about like the MCU. It kind of cuts across all three premises. It really does. But that is going to do it for us, folks. So I uh, hope you tune in next week. We look forward to talking to you then. Uh, absolutely, and folks, that will do it for us this week. But before we go, it is keyword time, Jerry. It is indeed. So, uh, when we were discussing uh, movies about uh, the fixed timeline, uh, the one where you can't change the past no matter how hard you try, we mentioned the penultimate example of that series. One that the one, the first one, the very first one we mentioned. That's your keyword this week. Absolutely. And we talked about it at length, so don't tell me you didn't know what the hell we were talking about. You can find it. 
you you keep your sass mouth to yourself, young man or young lady or young person, however you identify. Absolutely. Am I bitter? No, I'm not bitter. I'm just saying. We know you're going to say something, but we did it good this time, so you can't say anything. All right. Well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week. I'm James. I am Jerry. And this has been Nerdum Knowledge, where we are first First pick pick for podcast and last picked in dodgeball. dodgeball. Catch you next week. See you then.